If you listened to the podcast recording yesterday, I'm sure you'd be surprised that I'm back here today. So yes, you remember correctly that I have a wedding today which is out of town. And just like I hope for, we've been able to get some downtime. Actually, a lot of downtime because we're here at the venue in Suleja. And uh, the bride and groom are here. Um, but it looks like some significant players are absent and so there's been a lull in the schedule and so a couple of us are just waiting around with nothing to do really so i figured i'd be able to step aside for a quick 10 minute recording maybe and that is what we're going to do today um as a side note the town of suleja i have a connection to the town of suleja because this is where my younger brother was born back in 83 so, of course, I spent some time here as a kid, but I have absolutely no recollections of this town. I would have said the city, and indeed it should be a city, but so far from the parts of town that we've seen, it looks like a really nice, quaint, rustic, old-fashioned town. In fact, my mother-in-law who was here last weekend called this place a village. So, no offense to you. Uh, those of you listeners who may happen to be based in Suleja, I'm recording outside, or ra rather not outside, I'm recording right from your town today. So, um, so freestyling off the top of my head, I listened to a podcast episode maybe two yesterday or maybe two days back and was the um, photography, it's a photography podcast, uh, it was done by this Australian photographer. Um, photography ex exposed yeah photography exposed or something like that photography business exposed but the exposed is not spelt ex in case you happen to be looking for the podcast he uh, it is spelt xp so the letter x exposed and he had a photographer there from uh from glasgow and what they were talking about was um how you can grow a portrait business anywhere because Glasgow is not an affluent part of the United Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, I guess we can put it that way. Some people say Glasgow is run down, but I wouldn't take it that far because we had to go to Glasgow a couple of times. That's Patience and I, my wife, although back then we were uh, dating. And uh, it looks like a town that has had its... It looks like it has fallen on some hard times and some parts of the town uh, might be um, rough but it's overall let's say it's not an affluent what should i say it's not an affluent part of the united kingdom anyway so there's this photographer there who uh, does about three thousand uh, three to four thousand dollars um, weekly in sales and uh, pretty much the the host of the podcast andrew that's his name andrew helmich so if you google andrew helmich photography business exposed or something like that you'll find the guy's podcast um it's not everybody who shows up on the podcast that espouses ideas that i agree with but it's a nice podcast to listen to if you're a wedding photographer or if you're also in the wedding space because a lot of the photographers there either are in the wedding space or in the family newborn portrait kind of thing so um it's a nice podcast to listen to because you get to see people from different walks of life in different cities how they're getting to make their businesses work and it's a podcast that is not totally focused focused on the creative side because a mistake that a lot of 
photography podcast make in my own opinion is they focus only on the creative uh, aspect and not the business aspect because the creative side the technical side these days is more or less an entry fee because we all have to be creative and we all have to be technically proficient to make it in this game so the distinguishing factor is going to be how much we know about the business end and how well we can execute on the business front. So because of that, Andrew Helmich podcast is a wonderful podcast to listen to. So I endorse the podcast, even though I do not wholly endorse every single thing espoused by each interviewee of, uh, on the podcast. Okay, so the lady in question, I can't remember her name, um... Yes, doing about three to four thousand uh, dollars in revenue in her own part of um, uh, Glasgow City. Um, oh, by the way, the reason why it is expressed in dollars is because Andrew Helmich, based in Australia, he's interviewing people from different parts of the world. So even when he has photographers from different parts of the world, whether it's Ghana or Australia or the United Kingdom, they give all their revenue figures and expenses in dollars just as a way of, um, what's that word? Not averaging. Um, just as a way of using a benchmark that lots of people can relate to. So I guess the whole idea is that we hear the amount in dollars and we can now uh, pick up our phones, run Google, and then um, see how much that would be in Naira or Yen or uh, whatever your local currency is. So he's asking this woman how she's able to drum up business. And um, she said she's been in photography for a while anyway. So she's not like uh, some of us who just started, you know, a decade ago. She's been in this biz for a while. And so she said that back then when she got into photography, they didn't have the leisure. They didn't have the liberty of the Internet. And so everything had to be done old school. So she attended bridal fairs, bridal shows. Basically, she went um, hoofing it, meeting people, shaking hands, uh, that sort of thing booking appointments and it turns out that what she was doing is pretty much a sales play if you are to look at um standard books on um on uh, on business like let's say you're one of those folks who studied maybe biz admin in university or something so if you are to look at uh, one of your texts in the marketing section where they talk about sales everything she described pretty much falls under that rubric um sales so that's pretty much how she drummed up business. And even now in the internet era, it's still a big part of what it is that she does. And she has found that whenever she tries to rely on uh, the internet and all of that to drum up business, she receives a considerable drop um, in revenue. Now, which is not to say the internet is bad. It just means that for her style of business and for her own personality, um, talking to people like I like to do, it just happens to work uh, best for her. But remember, the ideal thing is that you're supposed to be able to marry them both. So you're running the personal sales thing on one end and you're also doing the whole online branding and, um, and all that jazz. So uh, that's why you have some people, some notable photographers like... Um, oh gosh, name of, his, his name has escaped me now. He's uh, this gay dude in America. Um, Asia looking Pi, Pi and Jersa. Yeah, Pi and Jersa. So for Pi and Jersa, uh Pi is the um he's the he's the talent, the technical guy, the lighting guy, the everything. And then um 
and then the others are basically the people with uh, with a magic touch when it comes to making money, the rainmakers. So he doesn't go out and do any personal selling, and then he doesn't do any of the online stuff. So all he does is shoot, and he's the public face of the brand because he does their photography education and uh, things of that nature. So uh, that's kind of the rationale behind people like Pai and Jezza, who say, you know what, I'm the talent, I'm the ish, but I know nothing about business. So let me get another person to do this whole thing about talking to people, and let me get another person to do this whole thing about the internet. I'll be here, I'm the face of the company, I'll do all the technical stuff, I'll do all the magic, and these two people will just bring in all the business. So uh, that's kind of like the philosophy uh, behind it, making sure that both uh, rungs are uh, covered. So the sales end and then the branding end, the online marketing and um, everything else. So, um, okay, now why did I bring that up? Now the reason why I brought it up is because I've said repeatedly on the podcast that there are a couple of people who do sales and who do personal selling. They just don't realize that what they are doing is sales. And now because sales has this connotation of being like a dirty word, people don't want to sound sleazy, um, you'll find that people have come up for all kinds of names and expressions that will call it all kinds of things but will avoid calling it um, sales. And for this lady in particular, I don't think she's avoiding the term. It's just that in photography circles, since we don't want to be sleazy, we say all kinds of things. And um, so when she was asked, she said what she does is called IPS. And IPS just means uh, it's um, short for in-person sales. Uh, Well, first of all, whenever I hear the term in-person sales, I wonder, you know, how does in-person sales sound less sleazy than sales, since they both have sales in the title. But the bottom line is, this is one example of somebody who is running a sales play, and if you were to check the old-school textbooks, it would be called personal sales or personal selling. But as we photographers like to do, we take these things and then we dub it, recycle it, give it a different name. We call it in-person sales. We call it relationship marketing. We call it uh, customer service, experiential marketing. We call it all sorts of things. But at the bottom line, what we are doing is sales. So um, I'm talking about the podcast to use that as an example to show how I think we need to knuckle down and admit that this is the discipline that we are involved in and we're better off learning how to do it right because it in fact does pay dividends. So if you're afraid of the word sales and you'd rather latch onto the other things like in-person sales, customer experiential marketing, uh, relationship marketing, uh, what else? I can't remember all the buzzwords because they come and go every year or every other year. There's another buzzword, especially in the wedding photography circle. So if you ever want to latch onto any of those things, you know that's um, absolutely fine. Although, in my own opinion, I think we shouldn't go about looking for what is new. Don't bother trying to reinvent the wheel. This discipline already exists. The principles already exist. And most of all, they're free. They're out there in the they're out there in the world we don't have to pay a guru to start with these things they're podcasts that are free and if you go to your public libraries if you happen to live in a place where the public libraries are any good so if you're in abuja uh, you're in makudi you're in lag uh, makudi is in benue state i don't know about the um library in parts like boko or maybe in popsi's villa but if you're in any of these places you can find any of these um good uh any of these uh business books that you can read and you will that will introduce you to um all the good principles behind this wonderful world of 
personal selling or IPS, in-person sales, relationship marketing, whatever it is that you want to call it. So, bottom line, today, I've taken this time out from the wedding to tell you guys, become a disciple and jump on board because it definitely pays dividends. For some people, up to the tune of about 3,000 to 4,000 pounds per month. Now, that sounds like... Um, that sounds like the it's like a slice of cake that I would like to hop on. So, uh, I should be taking my own advice and doubling down and, um, in fact, tripling down on uh, all these uh, principles so I can start doing uh, 3,000, 4,000 in revenue as well. So, thank you very much, guys, for listening to the podcast, the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm going to wrap it up now and then head into the venue before the wedding planner starts um, looking for me. So I'm glad I was able to make the recording. I hope you guys got some value off of it. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, Saturday. Okay. So I should be able to make another recording tomorrow, Saturday, if there's any lull in activities because it's the same couple. Today is the trad. Tomorrow is the white wedding. So from what we've seen today, I guess, let me just assume that some other major players are also going to be late and so maybe the reception is going to be delayed so i might make a recording i might not but if i don't i will be on the mic again with you guys on monday morning because sunday is reserved for the relationship podcast which is the so you're getting married podcast where i talk about all things uh marriage and relationship related and once in a while i talk about some wedding planning stuff you know what brides and grooms um, should expect so thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.